0: goddess, welcome to Juno's in Shadow, a podcast and community for moms to explore various mainstream, holistic, and esoteric methodologies. Here, we dig deeper, get out of the shadows, and empower the loving warrior goddess inside to shine our light. Welcome goddess. This is Genos in Shadow and I'm your host Maris. I wanted a space for moms to come together, gain and share wisdom and feel wholly embraced. If you've started the journey of digging deep to work through your shadows, if you're curious about ways of healing the mind, body and soul from astrology to yoga, if you have been through all the paths and want to see what other beacons of light or information are out there, if you want a place to share your light, welcome your home. Together, we will be meeting amazing and powerful goddesses who share their wisdom and hearts to raise the vibration of others around them we will explore different modalities, practices, and skills that they use to empower themselves and those around them. This is not your basic eat your vegetables shit. Although that is part of it. This is about either going deep into those shadows willingly to grow and get something out of it or getting the tools, knowledge, support, and information to help you on the way out. We will get raw. We will get real, and we will say fuck if we want to, just so you know. Some things may be out of your comfort zone or your bubble. That's fine. We all have them. I'm not here pushing anything but love and light your way. I just ask that you listen with an open mind and an open heart. Listen to what resonates with you and leave the rest. This is exactly why I wanted to start this first episode with intuition. Everyone has it to some degree, but not everyone is aware that it is there. That immediate knowing or feeling of something. There are those who even have the capacity to use it to help others, they can feel others and I had the pleasure to speak with Victoria Lebecki. She's an intuitive coach, and this woman is a literal ray of light and warmth. Just speaking with her was an energizing and uplifting experience that it felt like I was high, to be honest. I hope our conversation can bring that same uplifting energy to you, (music) Juno.
1: see your face (laughs) yes I know
0: it's so glad to finally see you yes (laughs) I'm Maris and I wanted to thank you so much for being a part of this with me and helping share your thoughts your gifts and any guidance that you have for anyone uh, who'd like to seek it from you
1: yeah absolutely thank you for having me it's a delight to be here
0: yes and um before we get started usually i like to talk to people about what you do but or what they do but i'd actually like to start a little bit before that because you are an intuitive coach yes and i want to do a little bit talking about that base like intuition and what is it yes. and <laughs> because some people don't know and i'd like to start there and then kind of get into you and what you do and how you use yours <laughs>
1: I love that. Yes. So ultimately, intuition is something that we all have access to. It is something that we, we all have because we're all connected, right? There is this universal intelligence, this, this quantum field that connects all of us, and we all have access to it. I think um, a lot of us get caught up in this physical reality as being the only reality, and then we lose our sense of of what our gut could be telling us in a moment, sometimes we do get this inkling of like, oh, don't walk into this place or oh, don't get in your car right now or, or oh, talk to that person, you know? Like mm-hmm. you get these like knowings and, and that's ultimately what intuition is. And in a way it's an art too because it's, it's an art of listening and then choosing to say yes to it and the more we say yes to it, the more we practice it, the the better we get at at dancing this beautiful dance with with reality and, and experiencing more of this miraculous life that we're actually that that's actually more real than the mundane that most people are living every day.
0: That's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And um just curious on if you have any thoughts because some people do have thoughts on the difference between – you did reference like gut instinct, but instinct versus intuition. And yeah. some like to think of it as like instinct is that like animal DNA programming, whereas intuition is that coming from out of nowhere. <laughs> just right. Just like it
1: hits you. I or- love that question because in reality – You can't, we we like in our society, we like to compartmentalize things, you know, like um, my spiritual life exists on Sundays, for example, and my work (laughs) life exists over here. And it's like that, that's, that's a mental construct. It's not actual reality. In reality, everything is interconnected and always intertwined. And the more we can accept that and flow with that reality, the better our life is going to flow too so it also has to do with i love that distinction the gut instinct there are ties to intuition with that i mean it can it can play together but i do see those as possibly separate because we can talk about like an instinct like a child's instinct to cry when they're hungry like that is more of a like, like a biological response like a like a a survival instinct whereas you know, an intuition might be that knowing that I was talking about earlier, that knowing of like, oh, you know, this is a person that I really need to talk to um, and, and things like that. So it's really, really interesting. I think that you can see them as entirely separate, but ultimately everything is interconnected. So so we th- there is more to just that instinctual like need to survive if we can kind of incorporate that with a higher level of consciousness and a higher level of awareness, then we don't always need to have this knee jerk instinctual reaction to survive, especially in our society today. We are not constantly being chased by tigers. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so some people might, might, you know, go overboard with that and take that survival into like constantly being stressed out, which, which our society very much like, feeds into and, and facilitates that, that, that nature within ourselves, whereas we can rise above that and incorporate an actual intuition into that instinct and allow it to, to interact because everything does interact and live a more fulfilling life that way.
0: I love that. That's beautiful. And I just kind of wanted to pick your brain because it's one of those things where I do think that, I mean, the gut instinct I picked because it was just something you said, but I I wanted to kind of pick your brain on that part about where it is, like that fight or flight, or is it, you know, something's just not okay with this situation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think they're both. We, yes. there's, a, we, our, 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 biology and our, the, 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 way that our nervous system works and the way our n- neurology works in our brain and, and there are neurons in our heart too. The way that they work, they respond to things that we can't necessarily sense with our five senses too.
0: Mm-hmm. And now that we have gotten the discussion of what is intuition and kind of dove into it a little bit, how do you use yours? How does your inner intuition come into play in your life?
1: I love that. It's it's part of everything that I do as much as I can muster. Because, you know, I'm still human. I'm not perfect. I have those moments where I'm flustered and all I can all I can interact with and, and, and tune into right now is just, like, what I'm seeing and thinking and feeling. And, you know, we're moms. My mm-hmm. kid's freaking out. And it's been going on for a while now. And I haven't had a break. Okay, I'm going to lose my shit a little bit. Is that okay? Yes. Just first. Oh, yes. No, I forgot okay. to tell you, like, this is a
0: place for moms and for us to be us when we need okay, to <laughs> be us. So. Go
1: away. Hopefully, I hopefully we're listening when the kids aren't around. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, if, if you are, on sorry. At least sorry. with the headphones in. <laughs> right, right. And I know it's, it's – my kids hear it, and they know they know the balance. They know, they know that it's appropriate to say things. I want them to learn that, that – I don't want them to necessarily be sheltered from things that aren't necessarily nec- – like needed mm-hmm. them to be sheltered from. So they'll hear that every once in a while from me or my friends – and then I'll communicate with them. I won't just say, don't say that, but I'll say, okay, go ahead. Like, like you can hear these words, but know that you can say them around mommy, but that's it. Don't uh-huh. say them at school. And I, I know so many moms that think the same way too. It's like, but sometimes those are the only words that actually express the intense emotion behind what you're trying to say
0: yes like my six-year-old stepped on a lego and he said damn it (laughs) (laughs) and he's the oldest and the two younger are like you said a bad word you said (laughs) a bad word and i'm like it's true but this is a moment where even mommy would have said a bad word so i understand and if we were out in public or
1: at grammy's house or at school maybe we should have kept that in (laughs) but at home now he'll remember to clean up his Legos. <laughs> they, I know, right? Those, that's like the most painful <laughs> lesson to learn is stepping on a Lego.
0: <laughs> and um, so, I, uh, as we were talking about, you are an intuition coach. So, how do you use your intuition in um, to serve others?
1: Yes, I, I, I go on tangent sometimes. So thank you for <laughs> re-asking that question. <laughs> me so, too. I, I lose myself. That's why I literally have <laughs> I remember that. in front of me. <laughs> yes, I love that. So yeah, so essentially the way I use it is I literally tune into my field. I tune into my energetic field. I tune into my higher self and I will ask, um, you know, angels and guides. I will ask for assistance. Um, and that comes in so many forms. Ultimately, what I will do is I will tune into, tune into my field in the moment when speaking with someone. And I will, the question that I ask is, what does this person need to hear from me in this moment? Or what does this person need from me? Because sometimes it's not necessarily me talking. Sometimes it's me listening. hmm Sometimes it's me teaching a certain exercise or a certain technique or a certain different perspective on how to view reality because we can get caught in seeing things the same way over and over again. And when we think about and respond to life the same way over and over again and expect different results, well, <laughs> that's the definition of insanity, right? Yeah. So it, 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 it is in using intuition, I'm not stuck to step 1, step 2, step 3, step 4 because not everybody is in the same place in their life. Not everybody needs to transcend the same stuff in their life. Some people, a lot of the people that are coming to me have done a lot of work on themselves already. Some have some have been trying to achieve certain things their whole life and they just tend to stumble on things. So c- coming from different perspectives requires me to approach them completely based on where they're at. And that's what intuition lets me, lets me use. I I have so many tools in my pocket. I've been doing uh, like self work and and self improvement since I was in high school. As a high schooler, I, I realized and I would look at the people around me and I'd be like, okay, look at these people. They seem to be a lot more like well-rounded in this area of their life. I want to be more like that. I wonder what I was missing that didn't contribute to that developing in my life as well. So, you know, reading all these books at a a young age and studying under these different mentors, starting from like age 17, um, I I had the same mentor that I can honestly say I've I've one of the, one of my mentors, I have multiple, I've known since age 17 and, So, you know, learning all these different things, I'm able to pull different tools out of my toolbox, so to speak, depending on what the person needs. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. A lot of what I'm finding people need lately is just emotional freedom. Like I I, I do the emotional freedom technique a Mm -hmm. lot with people the past couple months because there's so much stuff coming up, I think, for the collective right now. Um, and so that's a big, a big part of what I'm, I'm being led to intuitively these days, just to give an example.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely because with everything going on and being stuck at home and having all this stuff coming up, you sometimes feel like you're not allowed to have those feelings because you should be focused on. But really, you can't take care of all this
1: out here. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I Until you step into it. My favorite quote is, be the change you want to be in the world by Gandhi, right? The way that we can create the biggest impact in the world is to change what we need to change in ourselves. And that literally has a quantum effect. And sometimes those changes that we make in our lives are so fucking huge that it literally impacts the people around you. And I've got a crazy story to tell if, whenever you're ready for it. Go um, for it. We can... Yeah, so... So basically what had happened to me last year is everything in my life had fallen away. So my marriage had fallen apart. My business had to go to the X because it, he was more of that practitioner that was, a, that was involved in that business. It's like, okay, you can, you have the business, my home that I lived in, I lost that cause it was a live and work home. So of course you have the business, mm-hmm. take the building. Um, the, some friends, some really core friends that I thought were my really good friends. You know, th- this just kind of stuff just happens. I don't, I don't blame anybody. It just happens in divorce. People can take sides. I lost uh, my inner circle. All these things fell away, fell away, fell away. What, what's beautiful about all of this is it forced me to face my deepest, darkest fears. It forced me into this. this this going through it, going through the fire of all of this. And what's amazing is coming out of it, you know, having the clients that I do right now, they're coming to me exactly where I was eight to 10 months ago. They're realizing that that the way their life is right now is falling apart and they need to leave their marriages they need to leave their spouses because it's not a healthy relationship. It's not a healthy dynamic. And so that's just this beautiful thing. And I totally forgot how I got to this, but it's just this, this beautiful thing. There's something, Oh, it's that, that ripple effect, that thing, me doing my work and transcending my deepest darkest fears of being rejected, not being preferred, being abandoned. Um, cause the whole, that whole situation was him paying attention to another woman. And that's when I knew it was my time to go. Right. Mm -hmm. It was also my, my deepest, darkest wound, probably inherited, probably generational. So to be able to go through that, and then there's people around me that are going through the same thing and they're coming to me for that help because I've done the process. I, love my life right now so much. And I can take people through what I went through because I transcended it with with way more sustainability and ease and, and, and speed, honestly, because I had all these tools to work with. Mm-hmm. So there's something to that. If you work on your stuff, if you transcend your stuff, it literally helps the whole world. And it, And the way that it helps may not entirely be clear to you because you're not going to meet everybody in the world, but it ripples out. And some of that evidence will show up for you. And and the universe rewards you for for pursuing your life in authenticity, even if that means drudging through the difficult stuff to get there.
0: That's really, really beautiful. And it actually, that answers my next question, so it works. I'm glad I let you tell your story (laughs) we get to. And I'm curious, this will be my little tangent. Do you have like any Sagittarius in your chart? I do life path astrology and like listening to you talk just now makes me really curious about where everything is because <laughs> that's
1: definitely yes. very strong Sagittarius energy there. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, yeah, I am a Sagittarius. You got it. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. And um, what do you do to
0: embrace or heal your inner goddess? I like to call all of my listeners Junos. I've based all of... My thoughts and ideas in this around that Roman warrior goddess. She's known as the protector of Rome and marriage and childbirth. And this fearless warrior. That also her sacred animal is the peacock. <laughs> that mm-hmm. and she is seen just as much as in armor as she is in those long flowy gowns. And that's really the energy. <laughs> that uh, I like I want to spread and help bring to other people so you personally what is it that you do to help embrace your inner Juno
1: I love that question because honestly I can say that I haven't been fully able to embrace my my Juno until my marriage fell apart so there is something to that you know there, there is this tendency for fear in our society. And, and anyone who's had any history in any kind of communist country, my parents are, are from communist Poland and they mm-hmm. were refugees from there. So, you know, looking at anyone from, with any Polish history whatsoever, at least in the last century, you're going to end up with people who have a lot more anxiety and fear in their life because the worldview is not safe the world is not safe. You can't trust anyone cause anyone could stab you in the back at any moment, you know, and, and you can barely even trust your own family. Like it's, it's this kind of like you're in constant survival mode. So for me, I think a big part of that was choosing to face my deepest, darkest fears and, and transcending my deepest, darkest wounds. That's gonna be like step number one because it's almost like removing the barrier from your, your consciousness rising. Because our consciousness is like a bubble. I love this example. It's like a bubble in the water. It naturally rises to the surface. There's no effort in that, but there are barriers that need to be removed. And a lot of times those trapped emotions or those trapped experiences from other, um, hold on. So, so the bubble wants to continue to rise and it's all about removing those barriers and I have so many different exercises that you can do um, that some some of these have just been released to this one group that that i'm I'm a part of right now um, that is learning how to work in your field and literally uh, energize your field and and use energy and information efficiently um, to to have extraordinary experiences in life because that's really what we're here for we're here for the extraordinary so I think part step one is, is transcending those barriers, right? Step two for me is almost like a daily presence practice. And I love Eckhart Tolle's power of now that book changed my world. And that's ultimately what it brings me down to is when I am in the present moment, I'm in my power. And, and in that present moment, I can tune into my intuition in that present moment, I can tune into to any kind of guidance that I get from the universe. I can tune into the fact that I am supported. I can tune into the fact that the universe is conspiring to help me in achieving what, what, what I truly desire. That is power to have the power of the universe behind you another part too that i love to have in my conscious awareness is the feminine and the masculine archetypes and not to say that that has anything to do with gender yeah the energy it's the it's the energetics of it and so i think a true feminine warrior goddess is going to have a healthy balance of that divine feminine and a healthy balance of that divine masculine. And it's those two energies when, when you are, are consciously aware of them and, 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 and they're interacting and they're dancing in your field then that's where you can have creation. And it's not just creating another human being, right? Like you can with a masculine and a feminine <laughs> body, but you, you create, whether it's creating a service for, for your tribe, right? Um, I'm launching a course right now that's coming out of my divine feminine and my divine masculine and this intuitive tuning into this tribe that, that wants to gather and 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 that has a yearning and, and a desire for for the, my gifts, and I think a lot of us have these gifts to give when we're truly in our authentic warrior goddess state, and there's people that want us to show up in our authenticity
0: yes, I do. that was the thing that really struck me about you is the authenticity, like being your authentic self and <laughs> Yeah. I think it's really beautiful that that's what you want to bring to everyone. Whatever it is that's you, dig deep and let's get it out of there. It's like the treasure.
1: <laughs> and and I, that's that's so big because there's only one of us. And if we're, if we're out there trying to please other people or be anyone else, why would you want to copy something that's already out there, right? And so there's that perspective but there's also the perspective of all of us are like uh, one side of this giant enormous prism of all of humanity right we're all here with our own special like gifts and talents and and there's there's a there's a desire for that in the world whether it's our kids needing us in our authenticity our kids needing us to show up fully for them whether it's our the the men in our life or whether it's you know whoever our partner is it's it's for us to show up authentically it, that alone has a ripple effect and enables more people to show up authentically around us
0: and it brings that real like power or light into wherever it is that you are i know my good days and my bad days vibrate throughout the, <laughs> throughout the house
1: <laughs> 100%
0: yes <laughs> um one of my fun questions I like to ask so if you had a Juno client hiding in a bathroom on a call with you right now just freaking out trying to just find her space what would you say to her and tell her to think to do or say before she leaves that bathroom
1: Hmm.
0: or if I'm just sitting in my bathroom eating a cookie because that's the only place that's lonely and my kids are on the door banging. (laughs) What's the first thing you would say to someone to bring them
1: back? or your first piece of advice? Well, first of all, take a deep breath, right? A great place to start is to start with breathing because breathing is tied to our emotions and tied to the energy flowing through our body. So opening up your body, Lifting your head, looking up, pulling back your shoulders, and literally just opening up your posture. (sighs) And just taking a deep breath. Because the way that we perceive reality is all about our perspective and our energetic state. And the thoughts that we think are not our own. We are like an antenna. And we, like, like a radio antenna, right? And, and our energetic state, if I'm in a low energetic state and I'm freaking the fuck out because my kids are on me all day, right? Okay, that, I'm going to, if I'm in a low energetic state on top of that, my, the thoughts that are going to be attracted to my energetic field are going to be thoughts of, oh, this is really hard. This is a really hard day. I don't know what I'm going to do about this. That is a low energetic state. A higher energetic state when you do align your energy and, 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 and one strategy for that is that opening up and taking that deep breath and, and kind of resettling in maybe being barefoot in the ground is another great strategy right um, another great strategy is to put your perspective your observer in outer space and, and and view it from out there because our observer is not behind our eyes and in our in our head you know our observer is in our field and that that you can you can experience that from, at a quantum level we're all we're quantum beings so those are all things that i would suggest depending on what the person's at if, if that might be too much i might only say one thing to the person if they are incredibly overwhelmed <laughs> ultimately ultimately it's that so like when so for example i could be in that same state that same room my kids are banging on the door trying to get my attention I can sit in there and be like, okay, what do I need right now? And, and just like stop for a moment. Be silent inside yourself. And, and, and that opens up. Asking a question automatically puts you into a higher energetic state. So then your thoughts, your, the thoughts that are attracted to your field are more energized. And you can think, oh, I'm dehydrated. I need a glass of water. You know, you can start t- paying attention to your needs, and then from there, I would I would help the person understand. Okay, you probably ended up locking yourself in the bathroom, hiding from your kids, because you didn't take care of yourself that day at all. <laughs> so, self care is going to be our new priority. So, and then we would go into that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, and I do um, that recommendation. I.
0: I heard it about a month ago, and I've started practicing it, that whenever you're really stuck in this low moon, mm-hmm. instead of thinking about everything that's wrong, say, why is my life so amazing right now?
1: <laughs> that is <laughs> because it, it tricks your brain. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> it's like you take that big,
0: deep breath, and instead of saying anything mean, you're just like... Why is everything so amazing right now?
1: <laughs> I love that because then, then you're literally only allowing the answers to come that are freaking yes. awesome.
0: <laughs> so it's like it either gives me something to be grateful for or it gives me an idea of what I can do with the day to make it amazing.
1: <laughs> yes. absolutely. That's perfect. That's the perfect example. 100% you got it. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, that's why I was like, okay, that means I'm on the right track. It's been like, it's we're we're getting there.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a shift. It's just a shift of your energetic state to attract different thoughts. That's it.
0: Um, and so with you and your practice, I'd like to hear a little bit about the biggest moment you had for you working with someone, the uh, like the most heart-touching time and something that really changed your perspective as well about how you practice, like what kind of opened you up to something more than you, yeah. know, you were expecting because of that moment with someone. You don't have to get super personal, but.
1: Right. Well, I have to say, a couple years ago, I, I've been coaching through the, the practice that I was doing with my, with my former husband at the time. And um, it, was, it was much more methodical, less intuitive, right? It was much more technique-driven. And something shifted. And I think I th- just kind of going through my own personal like hell – is what I would call it. Cause it really was a hellish experience for me. And then coming out of it shifted my own energetic state. Right. And, and I began to, to really like present myself as like a coach. Cause it's, no, I'm, I was no longer running this other business and coaching. I'm a hundred percent coaching right now and, and teaching and, and guiding groups. And I do a few different things. So So suddenly to have multiple women come to me, not knowing what I had gone through, coming to me in the exact same state, the same place that I was months prior, saying there's a big life change that I'm going through. I need your help. Okay, what is it? I need to leave my husband. And then the parallels with, with what they've been through. So I have to say that that has been the most jaw dropping experience for me because there's something to that. There's something to your energetic state and the thoughts that you attract, right? But also the people that come to you when you're in your element, when you're in your authenticity and you've overcome what you are meant to overcome in this life, when you, when you transcend that shit, right? Something shifts and, and your life purpose can, can become more clear from that space of authenticity and, and, and just the magic. So for me, it was people coming to me and my jaw on the floor as they're telling me their story and me saying, I know exactly how to help you. I know exactly where you are. And I mean, I've, I cry with, uh, most of them are women. I cry with these women on, we have these Zoom meetings. We're crying together. Some of it's out of, out of joy, honestly. Most of it's out of joy because we start our call with just the hopelessness of the situation. And I don't know what to do next. And literally an hour later, there's, sighs of relief there's smiles there's hope and it's all because I've walked the path before and I'm showing them how the wheel works so they don't have to reinvent the wheel so it's the magic of the universe and how the synchronicities and how everything is aligned and how we're all connected and how when we're in our authenticity we can really show up for people that way
0: yes and I feel like even how we met is completely, that's why I knew it was right. I, I have done a few of these interviews, but I knew no matter what, however many I had done, the very first one, I wanted to start everything with intuition, and I hadn't found anyone to talk to. And then you followed me on Facebook, I'm like, oh, or um, on Instagram, I'm like, oh, who's this? oh, she's an intuitive coach. She seems really awesome. I checked out your website. I joined your mailing list. (laughs) (laughs) I got really, really nosy. I was like, I think like there's a reason this happened. Yeah. And I spent a day in Rockville. My boyfriend, he had a dentist appointment and I, I, while he got his teeth pulled, I went and Um, went to Great Falls and walked around in the streams and on the rocks and I was surrounded by all of these dragonflies and I took a bunch of pictures of them and the next time I checked Instagram you had posted a picture of like a purple blue dragonfly just like the ones I had taken pictures of and I was like I was gonna wait for this later but I feel like this is this is saying like now do it now this is the person and I really do believe like when you're out there and you're saying like, universe, I'm doing the work. This is what I need. You got anything for me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, baby. (laughs) And I I have like this quote on my, um, on my vanity mirror and it says the path to success is just a series of choices and the choices only get hard if you don't trust your intuition.
1: That is so juicy. A lot of what I teach, because uh, I'm releasing, really, I am launching a course. It's called "Victim to Victory: Transcending Toxic Relationships" or "Transcend Toxic Relationships," because the idea is to complete the transition, not to continue transcending. Right. <laughs> so I'm very, very conscious of the the sem- semantics of it all. Um, and in that course, a huge aspect that I think. I love that this is on your vanity has to do with ease has to do with effortlessness because when we are truly aligned with our true nature and when we are truly authentic, the universe shows up in such a way and, and we get to kind of do this dance with, with the circumstances in our, in what we perceive to be this reality with, with it's just more ease and more effortlessness. Like, you don't need to try so hard. If you're truly tuning in and you're truly doing the best that you can and that best is based on what is authentic and r- real for you and, and your conscious decision to align with what feels good and to align with with with, with authenticity, then you almost kind of get this like knowing of like, oh, I'm going to be taken care of. I don't need to work so hard. I don't need to try. I don't need to effort as much. I get to do things that delight me and what needs to get done gets done. And there's this this kind of like peace to it all. So I love that you have that there because that's, I think in our society, we think that life is about trying and working harder and all this stuff. And I'm not saying there isn't work, but you can have more ease in work if the work that you're doing is delightful.
0: It's, it's the more grown up version of work smart, not hard.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And surrendering, surrendering the things that you can't control. I think a lot of us lose our energy when we're trying to control the things that, that are just out of our control as opposed to just surrendering that to the universe, trusting that, that, that those things will be taken care of and, and just doing, you know doing the best with what you have and align with the feelings that you want to have. Do you want to have peace? Do you want to have joy? Do you want to have more freedom in your life? Align with that.
0: I love it's so beautiful that you're trying to help people not just get through, but get above, transcending. I really love that. (laughs) Um, So before we wrap anything up, I really enjoy everything up. I enjoyed our conversation Is there anything that you think I should have asked or you think is really important to bring up that's pertinent to our conversation that we didn't hit on?
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, I didn't even, okay, so let me start by this. If anybody does want to reach out to me, um, my website is Mm victorialebecky.com. And it's Victoria LaBecky is L-A-B-E-C-K-I.com. And um, I have lots of ways to reach me that way. I have my course on there and then I'm coming up with, with other ways to to serve the tribe. Right. One of the things that's really, that's really intriguing to me. And I think to many people is the shift that's going on in humanity and in the world right now. And, I just want to bring more awareness to that because there is something to this reality as we know it is going to continue to change. People talk about going back to to normal again or, or a new normal. And I think what our new quote unquote normal is actually going to be is shifts and change and growth more rapidly. And the people that are experiencing the most suffering right now are the people that are resisting it. The way to experience more ease and peace through these challenging times, through quarantine, through whatever is going to happen next, because God knows what's going to happen next. Who knows? (laughs) Man. Um, Is non-resistance and non-judgment. And that can be so hard because we get caught up in the stories of how we think things should be. We get caught up in how we want the world to stay the same. We get caught up in in holding on, holding on, holding on. And it just creates more anxiety and it creates more suffering. And I'm not promising a lack of pain. You know, relationships can end and there will be pain, but there's a way to, to be with that pain you don't prolong suffering. Mm-hmm. There's a way to allow it. There's a way to observe what's happening. There's a non attachment. There's an allowing that you can practice. Just like almost being like that observer that I was talking about, be in the stars and just watch it happen and allow it because this is something that, you know, it's unfortunate that people might be dying from this, disease, from this virus and, and all this kind of stuff. Yes. It's okay to mourn the death of people. It's okay to be sad. It's also okay to not feel responsible for it and to allow this transition to take place because ultimately, even though there's suffering and there's these negative things going on, it all, all of this transition is the old falling away to make room for the new.
0: Mm-hmm. Be responsible for the new positivity. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> beautiful well i do love that and the last thing i was going to do is actually have you um plug everything with your website Oh, so perfect. thank you <laughs> so it's like you're just you are right on top of me <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's great i definitely hope to be doing some more work with you i'm i certainly intend to stay in touch i enjoyed our conversation yes. i feel like they have it i hope you enjoyed my conversation with victoria i would like to thank her again for speaking with me and i would like to thank you Juno, so much for listening if you want to get the latest episodes as soon as they come out i'm hoping to stick to an every other week schedule just go ahead and subscribe if you want to be a part of the juno community or reach out with feedback or if you'd like to be a part of the show you can find us at juno's in shadow on facebook and instagram or visit junosinshadow.com. Until next time, stay strong, goddess.